Hello and welcome to another episode of Bat Books for Beginners. I'm that English guy, John. So, a new year and a new chapter of the No Man's Land series that we are currently reviewing. This is book two, which was released by DC a few years ago. You can still buy it on Amazon and on eBay, and I highly recommend you go and pick it up. And it covers everything that was released for the No Man's Land series as the second part. In this episode, we're looking at Batman Legends of the Dark Knight 119, Shadow of the Bat 87, Batman 567, and Detective 734. And the last two issues are particularly interesting because these are the two issues that introduce Cassandra Kane to the DC Universe. A few things that I know Don is very keen about. These were written by Greg Rucker and Kelly Puckett, and it features art by Mike Dieto Jr. and Kelly Puckett. So, are we going to kick off 2014 with a fantastic opening to Batman No Man's Land Volume 2, or are we going to start it off with a very damp firework? Let's find out, as we dig into Batman No Man's Land Volume 2 Part 1. We open in winter. Penguin and Two-Face are striking a deal to take Batman's land. We then cut to Batman and Oracle, who tells him about an event happening in Two-Face's territory. We then move to Jim Gordon, who decides to take Penguin's territory from him. It then moves back to Two-Face, who bribes KGB Beast to give him access to a female prisoner who will help him take the city. He forces her to fight Rhino. Batman arrives and rescues the girl. But it turns out to be a trap, and she knocks him out. Shadow of the Bat opens with all hell breaking loose. Two-Face attacks whilst Penguin tries to take Batman's territory, and the police try to take Penguin's territory. But Batman is nowhere to be found, forcing Batgirl to try and hold the area. She does so just, but knows that the territory will eventually be lost. Meanwhile, Batman wakes up after being drugged by the female prisoner. They talk, and she reveals that she was just meant to keep him talking. Batman escapes, but it's too late, and he discovers that his territory has been lost to Two-Face. Batman opens with Batgirl being told off by Batman. It then moves to Babs teaching a girl words when they are interrupted by Jim Gordon. It then moves to the girl stopping an assassin from killing Jim Gordon. However, the assassin escapes. We then cut to Batman, who's caught up with Harvey, who tells him not to force him to act to Harvey, who is tied on the bed. Meanwhile, we discover that the girl is in fact the daughter of David Kane, sent to kill Jim Gordon. David Kane is waiting for her at her home, and she evades his shots, hitting him. We then have a flashback showing her upbringing. She then knocks her father out of the window, saying stop to him. Detective Comics opens with Batman discovering David Kane is back. It turns out Kane was saving her father's life. And her and David Kane share a moment before Batman uses a batarang to hoist them both up in the air. However, his daughter slips from David's grasp. However, Batman saves her and asks her about her life, discovering she can't speak. However, they talk using fighting techniques. Batman finds David Kane and they fight. Meanwhile, David Kane's daughter confronts Two-Face. 
However, before it goes, before the fight between David Kane and Batman goes too far, David's daughter stops the fight, and we see that she in fact took away Two Face's coin. And the issue ends with Oracle showing her all the Batgirl items that she has. So that's those four issues. They are quite brief. Not much happens, to be honest, in in any of them. It kind of sets up the scene again, very much like the first couple of issues in Volume 1. And you kind of feel like it's not necessarily progressing the narrative, but it's giving you essential background information. And you're finding out what's going on in Gotham City at the moment. It was interesting to see all the machinations going on. There's quite clearly some interesting politics going about, especially Two-Face betraying the Penguin. I thought that was actually quite a clever move by Two-Face. He manages to double his territory whilst also limiting Penguin's power, which certainly is going to be interesting as we go along to see if Penguin looks to get revenge on Two-Face and work with Batman. I thought the art in all of them was very good. It was very nice. There was, in the second issues with Batman and Detective Comics, it was slightly cartoony, but I didn't particularly mind it. It's a style that becomes a bit more popular as we go on. It's something that runs through a lot of the issues more and more, but I don't particularly mind it. I think it's quite nice. It's not as gritty and as realistic as Legends of the Dark Knight, or Shadow of the Bat, but it's slightly different artists. Although, to be honest, if I was going to say I prefer anything, I'd probably prefer Legends of the Dark Knight and Shadow of the Bat. However, I don't think there's any real issue with the artwork at all. So, there's probably one thing that everybody wants me to talk about, and that's the first arrival of Cassandra Kane. And it's a nice arrival. I don't think it's anything spectacular, but then... I don't think there was anything spectacular to be expected, to be honest. It sets up the character, it sets up her background nicely, and it sets up her role within the Batman universe. We get a hint of where this is going to be going, so Helena will no longer be obviously Batgirl, and we know that eventually Cassandra Kane takes over, and we are prepared for what's going on in the future, and I thought it was quite nice. There were bits where it was a little confusing in places. I did lose the thread of the story, but it's not noticeable too much. I did just have to go back and read a couple of panels, and it sort of folded itself into place. And it's certainly well worth rereading, to be honest, if you want to go back over it anyway. So, overall, I'd give these stories four out of five Matarangs. I thought they were both very good. Yes, they are prequels, and they set up the storyline, Um, going forward but I thought they were excellent prequels and they were certainly something that I would highly recommend people pick up if they have the opportunity if you're a Cassandra Cain fan of course you're going to have Batman and you're going to have Detective Comics but again I thought they were very very good and I would highly recommend all of these issues so it's been a very strong start for Batman No Man's Land Volume 2 will it pick up next episode come back and find out And we will take a look at those remaining issues. You can also leave your comments and reviews if you want to on the comments section underneath this podcast or underneath the Batman comic podcast itself. And I'm always more than welcome feedback. So that's everything for this episode. I've been John. Thanks very much for listening. And I'll hand you back over to Dustin and the guys. (laughs) 